2: i am awake
1: welcome to native roots radio presents i'm awake and i'm your host
3: hey
1: to all my friends and relatives in four directions you are listening to native roots radio presents i'm awake and i'm your host robert pilot we discuss local and national native news and events and as you know haley Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues.
3: You're absolutely right, Dega. And this portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition.
1: Hey, it's Friday, and it's State Senator Mary Kunish and Wendy Day here on Native Roots Radio. And we're always really happy to have the State Senator on and talk about what's going on around uh, locally and nationally and just uh, what's happening. So welcome to uh, Native Roots Radio, State Senator.
2: Mm, good afternoon, everybody. It's it's good to be back with you after one week.
1: Yes, it is definitely. I just had myself on mute there. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we got a beautiful day going on here. We mm-hmm. haven't had too much uh, pollution uh, from the fires uh, up up north, but man, oh man, do we have stuff happening in Hawaii, our fiftieth mm. state, and uh, it's devastating to see what's going on down there, State Senator.
2: Oh my gosh. You know, I, um, I had my granddaughter overnight and she woke up at about three o'clock in the morning and she just thought she was, uh, it was the beginning of her day. So uh, I brought her in my uh, bed and I'm like trying to get her to go back to sleep. And I turned on the radio and I was listening to the, you know, like live, the horror of what was going on there. Um, And it just, I mean, when you're on an island, where do you go <laughs> to get away from anything? And um, the, the fire was like so ferocious. I mean, the, that's how they were describing it, you know, ferocious, you know, just ravaging the island um, and people just having no option to go anywhere. And so, um, you know, I'm I, you know, I think we're all feeling we're all feeling, you know, the pain of, of losing all of those people, but also the devastation of uh, the community that was extremely historic. And some of the the uh, historic buildings and the um, antiquated items are, are gone now, and there was no way to to save them in time. So that, that on top of the human being, the human loss, which is absolutely horrible, and then homes and businesses but also the archaeological losses that are are going to make um I think a difference in the in the long run.
1: Yeah it's a it's a bummer and it's really sad too and I just got to remind everyone too that uh that uh Hawaii and the islands uh, predated all the settlers that are out there too and they're they've had kings and queens that ruled those islands for thousands and thousands of years and uh our hearts are out to them too, because this is—yeah—this is their land.
2: This is their land, and um, you know they said it, it. It just started so quickly, and mm. the winds from the hurricane just—you know—stoked those fires. Um, And uh, I I guess one of the things, you know, we we here in Minnesota have been complaining and and have had the effects of the smoke from Canada this summer. But a lot of the people there are saying that were injured or died um, um, due to smoke inhalations. And, And I mean, that by itself, I can only imagine would be just a... A horrible, horrible way to go. But from what I understand, um, President Biden, mm-hmm. you know, like jumped on it. He approved a disaster. He declared it a disaster area right away, so that mm-hmm. they can get those federal dollars and they can begin the recovery efforts for um, that those areas. But um, I mean, how do you? How do you? you know, fix a small island like that. And when you look at the pictures, it's just its just really horrifying.
1: Yeah, it really is. And, uh, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, uh, State Senator, because I think I kind of got the vibe that because they were talking about so many people jumping into the water during the fires, too. And I'd seen people jumping in the water and then losing track of their spouses. And uh, it's just been... Uh, really sad, and we're probably going to have Kalea Kelly, who's uh, lives down in Hawaii, on our next show uh, next week to stop it. And she's on the Big Island, but I see there's fires on the Big Island too. I just yeah. the wind and the global warming and all those things, State Senator. Uh, it's just uh, that time again
2: yeah and you know a lot of this is due to to um climate change and uh you know while we're importing you know exotic plants and those sort of things uh here into you know onto the mainland they've also done that on on the islands and brought in a lot of vegetation that wouldn't you know is not indigenous to those to those areas and those grasses especially are the things that um, that just, uh, caught fire and, and, um, and, and passed the fire along so very quickly.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, wow. We're talking about, and nothing comparable right now because we've been in a couple years, uh, of drought here in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Um, but wow. I, I mean, we're not that far behind either when it comes to these fires coming up in the, with the, with the global warming and all that. So it, it's pretty green right now, I believe. And uh, we're, we're not in that point right now, but I do believe it's like the second year of drought here in Minnesota. I look at the Mississippi and it's way, way, way down. Yes.
2: Muted myself and then couldn't unmute myself. Yes, we, we are again in a drought and it's been um, a couple of year drought. Don't do that here. Don't do that here. Um, uh, And uh, from what I understand, and yesterday again, I was at one of those farm and agriculture um, uh, conferences, and they were talking about um, accessing wells and accessing water for um, uh, irrigation for their plant, their crops, and then of course how to ensure that the animals are getting the water and those sort of things that you that they need. But I, I have to say, I am once again so impressed with um, with the, uh, this farm family that hosted our meeting, Jansky's, in Saint Augusta. The the two sons are taking it over. It's a four generation farm, and the two young men that are taking it over are looking at you know the natural regenerative ways to farm and not just plowing up the field every year and it destroys the soil and you know allows the soil to blow away but having that ground cover on there and then and then planting on top of it and I mean they're able to prove it time and time again that that's the way to do it and when we look at the indigenous way of um, agriculture, that's exactly it. So uh, I, I have to bite my tongue sometimes when mm-hmm. I want to say, "Hey, look to <laughs> look to your indigenous people if you want to figure out how to best take care of the lands and how to, you know, help the, the uh, mother earth be most productive." So, the yeah, the drought is real, and mm-hmm. our groundwaters and our aquifers are low, or the rivers are low. But I don't know about you, we got a we got a heck of a good storm last night. And um, if we can get those evening uh, storms coming through the rain, I think we'll be okay.
1: Well, I got to ask Wendy because I sleep through all these things, and she's a light sleeper, so I have to. I think ask you're on please. mute, Robert. I'll have to ask uh, Wendy. Did you hear? Where's me?
3: my mug? I've got you, Robert. I, I heard oh. you.
2: I can't hear either of you now. Sorry.
1: Oh well, you're over there pounding on buttons here, so uh, we got a we got a minute left here, and um, why don't you send a State Senator a little message that she might have uh, muted us uh, accidentally. Uh, so, why don't we take a quick break here. We're with State Senator Mary Kunish, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake. Stay with us. Ah, got you there. Haley's still happy from the The pink concert last night we see, so we'll be right back. Ho,
2: can you hear me?
3: Unwanted sexting or photos, inappropriate jokes, even tickling or wrestling can feel like a violation. Catcalling, cornering, or groping, getting them drunk or high for sex, recording sexual acts without permission, hurting someone because of their sexual orientation, ripping a family member, a child, a
1: date, a friend, a stranger, purchasing a human being for sex, you make the choice every single time. Sexual violence is many things. Make a choice. Do not do it.
4: Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition.
5: Metro Transit is proud to offer the free use of Ira for Transit Trips, an app that connects blind and low-vision customers to a live agent for navigation assistance. Ira can help you determine your location, read schedules, find your next transfer, navigate stations and platforms, and general trip planning, and is now available in Spanish. Learn more and download the app at AIRA.io. That's A-I-R-A dot I-O.
0: Would you let animals pick your insurance? Do you really need to experience mayhem to get the best rates? Or how about a celebrity quarterback or a fake university saving you money? There's a lot of marketing stunts when it comes to insurance, but what you really need is someone looking out for you. Call Array Insurance, and they will work hard to find you the best insurance coverage and rates. So avoid gimmicks and call Cheryl at Array, 763-504-3067. Or ArrayInsurance.com Array Insurance Working hard for you
2: There really is No place like home Hi, I'm Mary T. of Mary T. Home Health. When you're faced with an illness or an injury, being able to stay at home and receive care is important. Our home health offers a wide range of services, including skilled nursing, physical, occupational, and speech therapies, AIDS homemakers, in-home respite care, and 24-7 live-in care. We'll work closely with your primary care provider to come up with an individualized plan for you. Learn more today at MaryTInc.com.
6: You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen.
1: Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot.
3: This portion of the show is supported by the Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition.
1: Yes, they do. Hey, we're here with State Senator Mary Kunish and her grandchildren in the background. We love the little little ones, and uh, it's great to have uh, the state senator on. And we just like uh, kicking back, and especially when we're not in session, talk about uh, the good things that are happening. But one of the things I'd love to talk to you about is there... There's some things happening media wise, uh, state senator, and some good and some interesting things. Uh, what's your take? Uh, I'd like you to see what what you're thinking about.
2: Well, um, I actually just finished the first uh, the first um, series in Dark Winds. Have yeah. you seen those? Oh. oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, that one. Um, I just finished the first one and watched the first. Uh, episode in the second one. Uh, so did and you so... see?
1: Did you see who wrote that?
2: Uh, is it R- the
1: Rihanna Yazi wrote it, and she's uh, local with New Native Theater. She wrote that, yeah. uh, wrote the Dark Winds new uh, c- season opener.
2: Wow. Well, I guess I didn't know that, but it was it was excellent. Um, mm-hmm. She is really, really coming into, into her own. I have to say that. I just heard so many incredible you know, things about her, people talking about her and the um, performances that she puts together. And mm-hmm. um, there's one coming up. Shoot, I wish I could remember. Oh, at St. Kate's, there's one coming up in the fall. It's called The Auntie's. And yep. it's um, stories from Native women, the aunties. And I think she, uh, I think Rhiannon Yazzie is going to be, is part of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy who's producing it is, is working with her. So there's that going on. Um, reservation dogs, you oh. know, that's, that's happening right now. So I have to kind of remember which channels these are all on. <laughs> yeah. And I have one TV that gets Apple TV that, uh, so I have to like drag a chair into the kitchen where there's this mm-hmm. little TV that's the only one in my house that will get Apple tv i have old televisions as you can imagine and um but then you know and i haven't seen this movie Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. have you
1: no i haven't but uh i've read a lot of good things about the movie but i've also read some um some things that maybe we all need to remember
2: right um you know i here in Minnesota, we have a number of nuclear plants, yeah. and we ha- there's one right down on Prairie Island, right mm-hmm. on the river, you know, uh, literally yards from the community. Mm-hmm. And um, while they say it's safe, you know, there are a lot of storage. There's the, the spent um, uh, cases of mm. the spent uh, nuclear energy, mm-hmm. and those are down there. Uh, And I, you know, we've talked about that at the legislature about should we expand nuclear energy in Minnesota? A lot of people say, yes, it's the cleanest, it's the cheapest. But my question is, like, where are you going to store all that radioactive stuff? Right. You want it in your backyard? (laughs) Um, And historically, those kind of things have been stored in the, you know, remote, barren, you know, far from people such as in this movie. Um, But oftentimes it's on Indian reservations because, you know, it's so remote and, uh, you know, it it actually is really taking advantage of the poverty of our tribes uh, and the reservations, because if it was a way to get money for their, their people, they, they agreed to it. And I don't think they understood um, the toxicity of, of the, um, of the, the uranium. Um, so in this movie, um, Oppenheimer, and I haven't seen it, but I've read, uh, I've read a lot about it and, you know, I've heard a lot of discussion about how Mm -hmm. once again, um, the Navajo people who probably have the most negative and far reaching, uh, side effects were Mm -hmm. not, it wasn't covered in this movie at all. And, well, you have the
1: the nuclear fallout from them testing the bombs.
2: Yeah, yeah, know.
1: and yep. there was fifty years of uh, illness and sickness down there afterwards. At right. least, right,
2: right, and from what I read, um, you know, this started back in the nineteen forties and mm-hmm. went into the nineties, and you know, the 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 state or the state or the the country used Navajo Nation. Um, you know, pulling that uranium out for nuclear weapons and energy. And then what do you do with with all the tailings and all of that sort of thing? So, um, of course, the federal government um, was negligent in transferring um, and moving that and, and uh, storing the spent uh, material uh, carefully. And so now there's over 500 abandoned mines down in Navajo lands, and... Um, and you know, in the day, and probably even now, uh, the folks that lived there and the people that worked there drank the mines with the spring water, um, they washed their clothes in that, um, they let their kids play outside. Oftentimes, it was on some of that uranium um, debris. Yeah. And um, even though the government knew that there was danger in it. Um, they did not pass that information on to the tribes, and they right. did not have the resources that um, the tribes need. Navajo Nation needed to protect themselves. And so, of course, there were long, long lasting, devastating health issues that continue today. And, you know, it's like, cancer, kidney trouble, women not able to carry children, all of those things. It's just terrible. But that wasn't covered in the the movie at all.
1: So the history is important uh, to things like these. And uh, again, great example, as you were just saying, and people uh, uh, in Indian country have been talking about, again, being left out and uh, so, really interesting point, you know. Um, so, it's hard for me to go watch it and support this just because of, of those reasons, State Senator.
2: Right, yeah. Um, and I, it's just so important to remember and continue to remind people that our Indigenous people, um, because we were pushed out into the most remote, barren areas where the governments thought, Oh, there's nothing out there. So we might as well give them this, you know, piece of crap land, you know, there is all kinds of mineral underneath. And now that, you know, now that they're discovering well, it's not now, but they've been discovering that for, for decades now. And then they come back like what they did at bear's ears and that sort of thing. Like, Oh, all of a sudden we want those lands and we want access to those lands and here's some money for it. Um, and so I am hoping that, um, if it's one thing that we've learned as um, Native folks, is there's more, in general, generally, mm-hmm. there's more harm done when um, when you accept compensation uh, for the mineral rights that's that's underneath, because uh, historically, they just haven't taken care of the land during or afterwards, and then it's the people that live there, the um uh, tribal members that still live on the land that that wreak the havoc of of the side effects
1: hey the other side of that is state senator we got a uh we're here with state senator mary kunish and uh, the other side of that is the 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 blue or uh, the flowers the book that's coming out into a movie here uh and, and pretty soon with leonardo and uh, a native cast, and uh, martin scorsese's done and how they became one of the richest uh, groups of people was that they had a smart lawyer saying that they did own the minerals and the air. And uh, I, I'm sure you read that book because you're an avid reader that came out three, four years ago. Uh, and Yeah. Yeah.
2: Killers of the Flower Moon. Yes. That, yeah. That book. Oh my gosh. That is absolutely riveting. Mm-hmm. Um and it, the movie I think is due out soon. I don't know exactly when. But if you're able to in any way um read it before the movie comes out because there's a lot of background information um a, a, around that and mm-hmm. um while they had a really good lawyer um uh the the tribe mem- the tribal members Still got the short end of the stick, and I mean by that they were they were killed off. Right, and um, it's it's about the Osage murders, and it's the birth of the FBI because of the the um, this trend of uh, the serial murdering of Osage members who held the land and the mineral rights and were making you know hand over fist you know these non native especially the women, non-native men would come and marry the women, and then they'd mm-hmm. kill up the women. And, and then, then, then they'd the inherit right. it. Right. Yeah, and then they'd inherit it. So um, that's another movie I am really, really looking forward to. You
1: better get that Apple TV going. <laughs> 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 better buy some Roku and plug that baby in.
2: I have Roku, but I don't know why. I don't know if it's my I have an old Roku you know, a little contraption or whatever, but, um, it's just, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get around to it. We'll
1: talk during the break. Uh, Um, Hey, uh, so one of the things we got a minute left here and we really wanted to jump, do you mind if we, uh, jump deep into, uh, not spoiler alerts, but talk a little bit more about reservation dogs.
2: Mm. Let's
1: Let's do do that.
2: I, I, I'm sad to know that this is the last, uh, the last series of the series, but who knows yep. what
1: will spin off? Exactly. And that's what we're hoping. Good things. Hey, we're here with State Senator Mary Kunish. Wendy's coming up uh, later on in the show. And you're listening to Native Brits Radio Presents. I'm away.
3: Stay with us.
6: Hey, it's Tom. Going Solar is a great way to save on energy costs. By using the sun to power your house, you can feel good about an investment that will last for years. All Energy Solar is a locally trusted turnkey solar installer that's been around since 2009. They provide custom designs and quality installations of solar panel systems that work for your energy needs. One of the best parts about Going Solar is it's an investment that can pay for itself. Your system can pay back 100% of the installation cost in as little as eight years. Plus, a system from All Energy Solar can pay back over 300% of its cost over its lifetime. There's also many tax incentives and rebates available, and the experts at All Energy Solar can walk you through the entire process to make sure you're saving as much as possible. So go green, both financially and environmentally, with All Energy Solar. Get a free, no-obligation assessment from All Energy Solar by calling 800-620-3370 or visiting allenergysolar.com.
5: Hi, I'm Rachel Shamblot. My dad is doctor Scott Shamblot from Shamblot Family Dentistry. A lot of people are afraid of the dentist, but you don't have to be. My dad makes going to the dentist comfortable and even fun. He won't be mad if you haven't seen a dentist in a long time. He just wants to take care of you and your teeth. If you don't see my dad, please see another dentist. Take care of your teeth because they're the only ones you get.
6: Chamblot Family Dentistry in Hopkins and St. Paul. Find them online at com or call 1-800-FIX-MY-TEETH.
0: With your AM950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for partly cloudy skies tonight with a low around 62, Saturday sunny with a high near 83, and Sunday thunderstorms with a high near 75. Scotchamama's offers huge taste out of a little place. They offer mouth-watering baby back ribs, grilled chicken, and half-pound pulled pork sandwiches. Located at 3 West Diamond Lake Road near the intersection of Nicollet Avenue and West Diamond Lake Road in Minneapolis. Find their menu and more at scotchamamas.com.
4: Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native
2: Roots Radio.
1: And we're back. To native roots radio presents i'm awake and this is robert
3: pilot
1: hey welcome back to native roots radio presents i'm awake and i'm your host robert pilot
3: this portion of the show is supported by nakti's all my relations art gallery on franklin avenue in minneapolis now showing in de wisa Giendam. my heart hurts which is a solo exhibition by Laura Youngbird. To learn more, you can go to allmyrelationsarts.com, and there's still time to register for the Artist Workshop, which takes place at the gallery next Thursday at 1414 East Franklin Avenue, August 17th from 5 to 7, but hurry because spots are limited and up to 15 participants only.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Hurry up, everybody. So, hey, we're uh, winding down here on our uh, little talk here with State Senator Mary Kunish, and we were kind of left off at, uh, uh, we were talking a little bit about reservation dogs and how sad we are about the, the final season here, and it still is uh, a show that doesn't disappoint whether it's a uh, real serious uh, show about our, our the people following us, uh, that are watching over us, our relatives, or um just funny how they talk with uh, Uncle Brownie and his marijuana and all those things it's just been a really big pleasure and you know we all have we reservation dogs has roots here in Minnesota with a Dallas Goldtooth and of course Bobby Wilson who was a, uh, a student of mine at Harding High School back in the day and uh, so we're really happy and excited and uh, grateful uh, for their work but uh we we this last show, there was a couple things about this last show, and uh, one of the things for me, state senator, was that it was very very emotional about boarding schools, but it was also with the the little uh, the little trickster uh, uh, shapeshifter uh, uh, slant to it too that uh, we as natives have been talking about for thousands of years.
2: I think you are talking about de- the dear woman.
1: Yes, um, yes.
2: Yeah, that was um, that was a very difficult um, episode to watch because you know it's interesting because they they did give a warning, you know, uh-huh. when it started that this is going to be dealing with um, the boarding school issue, and of course, there's people that are alive today that that were in boarding schools um, that were forced into boarding schools. I mean, there are a lot of Native kids that were educated in um, boarding schools. Some didn't have such a bad experience, but many had, you know, horrendous, horrendous experience. And, um, you know, in this one, of course, the, there was a, the young girl who was, who was, you know, taken from her family and made... A close connection to another student there, and then uh, something very tragic happened with that student. Um, and then later on, the dear woman shows up in the uh, to to take some vengeance. And um, it really, the fact that they they focus on the dear woman, I think, is really really important.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know. The cutting of the hair, the the um, the abu- abuse of the of, of the our children, and really bizarre how they made the the nuns sound their voice sound. Um, that was very kind of scary and kind of maybe from uh, our young ones' ears
2: kind yeah. of translated, right? Yeah, like I was like, what are they saying? What are what language are they speaking? I mean, I that's what I was thinking in my head when I heard it, and it wasn't until later I thought, oh, I wonder if that even was a language. But you know, I, I've been you know in a situation where I'm the only English person, and there are some other you know everybody else is speaking a foreign language. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. you know, and how isolating and confusing and, um, you know, just what, a how hard it is to keep your own individuality in that. And then when there is such brutal, uh, abuse, um, it's, it's horrible. I think, I think I've shared with you, my grandfathers, uh, did, my grandfather did not go to, uh, was not sent to a a boarding school, but his brothers were. Mm -hmm. And, um, they were sent out to Carlisle uh, in yeah. Pennsylvania from from um, South Dakota. And they, uh, you know, my uncle tried time and time again. He ran away, and you can get, out, get into Carlisle's uh, records, and, um, you know, there's a card that shows, you know, sort of like a discipline card where it says running, running, running. So he tried to run away a number of times, and it wasn't until um, – He jumped a train, fell off, and had his his leg cut off that they let Mm. him go home. Yeah. Um, But um, that's, you know, every family has a story. Every uh, every family carries that um, genetic history with them. And this show, this episode, uh, made it very, very real.
1: Well, and not only that – the a lot of trauma is handed down generation to generation and uh Mm -hmm. you know there's uh when you're when you're stuck in a school like that and not loved you can't you know show love or afraid to show love and and it's been going on for generations and generations my uh, gaga was in a boarding school i think for a few days and her father my my great-grandfather howard mckee jr went and uh uh, it stole her back. Uh, so there's all these kinds of family stories and, uh, that, you know, are, are traumatic in so many ways. And if you don't deal with trauma, we know what happens. It gets handed down, but also never gets the, the cycles never broken. One of the things I thought was interesting state Senator too, is that they had an elder there talking to the young actors and, um, and, um, talking to about, uh, what they were going through and and smudging them off and praying with them before they did those scenes I don't know if mm-hmm. those pictures but that was pretty pretty amazing
2: yeah it's it is pretty incredible um, how they made sure to protect um, the actors and the people that were involved because you know I, I I'm sure you too when you've gone through a traumatic situation or you're like so beyond upset about something, um, the act of smudging and and bringing mm-hmm. yourself back into it. But uh, one thing I, I I thought about when you were talking about your Gaga and how the your the grandparent or the parent came and got mm-hmm. the. The child, you know, for a lot of families, if you did not like give up a kid, sacrifice a kid, um, the the state gov- or government, the federal government would 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 withhold food and clothing and supplies, um, money that was supposed to come to them. I mean, all kinds of horrible stuff would happen if you didn't let your kids go, you know, if you didn't send your kid. And, and it was terrible because parents had to choose maybe between the starvation of their, their family the you know, the other kids and themselves, or send a child to boarding school. And, um, you know, I can't imagine what that would be like for a parent to have to make, you know, that decision at all. And, um, you know, these are the things that we still are dealing with today.
1: Yeah. You know, and to educate our, our allies out there that, you know, we just didn't, uh, you know, you know, the things that may be disturbing to people about us, whether it's our diabetes rate or our incarceration rate, or these things that are, are negative on our people. There's a reason before that, that just didn't happen, you know? And there's a, a traumatic and trauma-based uh, reason for a lot of our foibles that, uh, that over the years we need to, uh, to break that cycle, and, and there's many ways doing it. And I think people and our allies are really realizing the fact that uh, that uh, the, you can't blame the victim, so to speak. You
2: right. Know? Yeah. And I think I've I've shared that when I was a youngster, um, my dad worked a lot with uh, tribes up north and he would take us with us, with him when he would go up there. And this was before the casinos came in and there was a real viable way of, of building um, income or wealth for the tribes. And uh, back then, homes were just like sheds out in the middle of nowhere and there was dirt roads and no water, no electricity. And, you know, I, like I said, we came from this really big family, so there was never enough money, no matter what um, we thought, you know, in some ways that we were kind of poor we didn't have a lot, but you know, the deprivation out there and we're like, why do they live like that? And why do right. they live, you know, there? And, and I, that was the first time my dad told I, us about how I, the government would come through I, and, and take the kids. So they would, um, they would, you know, if somebody was coming down the road and they didn't know who they were, the kids would scatter into the woods so that if it was somebody coming to grab them, they wouldn't find them. And that's, you know, that was when I was growing up. So it's not so far away.
1: Exactly. And speaking of which, uh, Mary, uh, today is the anniversary and the 45th anniversary, uh, the date today of the passing of the religious act. And, uh, and that's uh, a thing. I was watching people's posts on Facebook about that, and they couldn't believe how not that long ago it was. I mean, I was a junior in high school when that uh, when that law came in, or going to be a senior.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was illegal to practice the indigenous um, spirituality or, or or religion, so to speak. It was illegal to do Sundance or any of the, you know, even to sweat, you know, do a sweat along right. those lines. Um, and there were serious repercussions. It wasn't like they just turned the, you know, like, oh, that's just an old law. We don't really have to pay attention to it. Oh, no, they they paid attention and they, there were consequences.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting. It was, uh, it looks like it was in Jimmy Carter's uh, uh Uh, presidency that that bill was signed but I think what is interesting is Nixon who was a Quaker uh, brought up as a Quaker pushed a lot of these good laws for Indians because he grew up around Native Americans and the Quakers and Natives were pretty tight back then so it's always weird and interesting to see the bedfellows that uh, some of these historical uh, people have had with us Natives and other people.
2: Well, look at the um, the decision for um, for ICWA. Yeah, <laughs> who would have thought those judges would would make the statements in both the way they did? So it's good to know that every now and then we get a we get a a, a foot up, a hand up.
1: Exactly. Hey, thanks, State Senator. Uh, we're talking to State Senator Mary Kunish. and up next, uh, Wendy Pilot with our Sacred Animal section. You're listening to Native Roots Radio presents. I'm awake.
3: Stay with us. Oh,
5: Metro Transit is proud to offer the free use of Ira for Transit Trips, an app that connects blind and low-vision customers to a live agent for navigation assistance. Ira can help you determine your location, read schedules, find your next transfer, navigate stations and platforms, and general trip planning, and is now available in Spanish. Learn more and download the app at AIRA.io. That's A-I-R-A dot I-O.
1: Your neighbors are talking about the Blue Line extension, connecting North Minneapolis, Crystal, Robbinsdale, and Brooklyn Park to the light rail transit system.
4: The Blue Line allows us to actually connect people in real time to this community. Instead of bypassing it, they're going to stop and shop. They're going to stop and play. They're going to stop and work. Blue Line is a connector.
1: Hear more of this story and others at yourblueline.org.
0: AM 950 Radio is celebrating Minnesota Broadcaster's Week of Kindness by highlighting organizations that work tirelessly to strengthen our democracy. This week we shine a spotlight on Isaiah Minnesota, a multiracial, statewide, nonpartisan coalition of faith communities fighting for racial and economic justice in Minnesota. This year, they were instrumental in the 20-year struggle to expand the democratic voices of our community. The hard-fought battle culminated in securing the right to vote for 55,000 Minnesotans living on probation or parole. In a triumphant year at the state legislature, that wasn't the only goal Isaiah saw accomplished. Some of the groundbreaking victories included paid time off for all eligible voters on Election Day and throughout the 46-day early voting period, along with 16- and 17-year-olds' pre-registration for voting. Isaiah's vision for a more inclusive and empowered democracy materialized in these momentous changes. Find out more about what Isaiah Minnesota is working on next to strengthen our democracy by visiting IsaiahMN.org. That's i s a i a h m n . o r g
6: This is uh, Leonard Peltier. I am in uh, Coleman, one, U.S. country, and I'm listening to Native Roots Radio.
1: And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents, I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents, I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot.
3: This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Howl! How-
1: that's a strong howl and then the cat howled in the background. Did you hear that? I did <laughs> So I, 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 we're gonna do our sacred animal section here, Wendy and I' was just wondering if how that is working out for the squirrel uh, to pay
4: <laughs> the squirrel pay, and they used, what did they use to glue the hair?
1: Some sap from a Zap tree. From the tree.
4: <laughs> I, You know what, I have to go back out there so whoever was not listening uh, yesterday I while I was on the radio here, Wanda, my little black dog Wanda sits next to me and I kind of gave her a haircut as we were on the air and she was really good and let me cut her hair because she normally doesn't. So I yeah. gathered like a whole big handful of hair and I uh, put it in a Seward uh like a little great like i don't know what do you call it like a great it's like a little cage that you yep. put the sewer in for the birds but that was empty so i just put the dog hair in it because mm. i've read about that birds will go and use that hair for
1: toupees uh,
4: for toupees <laughs> no for their nests. <laughs> so we were joking yesterday robert was joking about the birds are going to make little toupees with the Black and I said, Barbara Wendy, you're,
1: you're laughing. And she said, well, you're funny and uh, you have uh, new, material. new material. Yeah. yeah I've
4: been so. listening to the same material for 23 years here. So. <laughs> Robert asked me one day, well, you, know, you don't laugh at me anymore. I said, hey, you need new material. <laughs>
1: I no, I said uh, you, you don't think I'm funny anymore, or something like that. Yeah. Or no, you used to be funny. Was your answer? Oh, I can't remember I said, what my you question. You used, used to
4: be funny. I need new material. Yeah, definitely.
1: Hey, you want to introduce my awesome and beautiful wife, Wendy, the comedian, critic, uh, and also <laughs> uh, animal uh, advocate. Yeah. And for many, many years. Hey, introduce yourself. I'm taking away valuable time here.
4: Yeah, thanks, everybody. Hey, my name is Hanaji Hihani. That means cares for them. I was given that name by my Dega Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hanajingo, which means walks on white clouds. I'm a Humane Policy Volunteer Leader for the Humane Society of the United States, and I work on animal issues at the local and state level. And today's Friday, so we're going to do Fun Fact Friday. And I've been working off this one site... And it's called the hashtag fact site. And it's 300 random animal facts. And we, we started at 300 and we're working our way to number one. And we're <laughs> on 111, where we Ooh. left off last time, I think. I now, don't know. Where I'm did you get guessing. those
1: fun facts that weren't so fun that one? I don't, week, you know, I don't remember. It was a different place. Yeah, it was okay. a different
4: site. <laughs> I just Googled like right before the show some fun facts about animals and it was Friday. <laughs> Usually they're funny, light lighthearted um, or interesting things and interesting. Yeah, as these are. Uh, but this one was kind of doom and gloom, like each <laughs> fact was like a bad fact. And I was like, Oh no, I should have read this before worse. I got on the air. But yeah. They were getting worse. Too. You learn from your mistakes. But one eleven, hey. a rodent's teeth never stop growing.
1: The weasel. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, here's one. I forgot this one. This is 112. Oh. When a young albalone, you know what an albalone is? or albalone, a- albino albalone, horse? Albalones feed on red seaweed. Their shells turn red. So an albalone is kind of like an oyster or a oh. clam, and they have like a bumpy shell. Yeah. And they they're kind of like a snail that lives inside the shell, but mm-hmm. their shell is more like an oyster kind of shell yeah but when they feed on red seaweed their shells turn red
1: wow that's just like us drinking too much red kool-aid when Mm -hmm. we were younger
4: yeah (laughs) exactly we weren't allowed to have kool-aid my mother wouldn't let us have it because it had too much sugar in it the word peacock doesn't actually apply to both the male and female birds it it's only the male that are called peacocks. Wow. Yeah. I while, don't
1: want to even comment on that.
4: While the females are called peahens. <laughs> peahens? Yeah. I, P- like P-E-A I have my own jokes going yeah, on over sure here.
1: I have my own jokes going on over here. Yeah, I'm sure
4: you do. It takes 3,000 cows. Oh, I don't Ooh. know if I want to
1: know about this one. Okay, go to the next one.
4: Yeah, we'll go to the next one.
1: Fun fact, wow, that's a
4: bad fact. I'm going to say it anyway. No, no. okay. It takes three thousand cows to supply the NFL with enough leather for the year supply of footballs. Seriously, no, no. they need to start making the footballs out of something else. I hate that fact. I'm vegan, so I don't eat any footballs, uh, footballs or <laughs> anything. I don't. I try my best not to use any animal products whatsoever. You do well. You do well um yeah but you know in in Eng- Eng- england i'm going off the path here Uh-oh. but england you know uh-huh. the guards and become a expert the guards oh, yeah, that have yeah. those big furry black
1: the royal guard the
4: royal guards yeah. each one of those is one bear
1: so do That's they reuse terrible. them or do they kill a bear for a new soldier they, i don't know work? how
4: that works but each one of those hats is a bear wow yeah. So when I see them marching by, I'm like, that's not the Royal guards. That's 300 bears. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Only half of a dolphin's brain sleeps at a time. The other is awake hat. The other awake half makes the dolphin come up for air when needed to prevent drowning. So only the one half of the brain is asleep and the other half is awake. The, and the awake, part of the brain of the dolphin makes it breathe because a dolphin can only stay underwater for like 20 minutes and then it drowns so if it's sleeping it needs the half of the brain that's awake to Go get it, air. I
1: I got it. That's funny. Cute (laughs) cute that you're explaining.
4: Robert's Robert's looking at me like, what are you talking about?
1: She's really explaining that. That's awesome.
4: Hummingbirds. Um, Robert loves hummingbirds. Hummingbirds beat their wings 60 to 80 times per second.
1: Yeah, I believe it. That's
4: crazy, right?
1: Yeah.
4: The average length of an anteater is around six and a half foot. What? although about half of this is their long, bushy tail.
1: So with their tail, they're six feet long. They're as tall as I am if they were standing from tail to t- t- tail to
4: nose. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Listen to this fa- fun <laughs> fact. Oysters can change from one gender to another and back again, depending on which is best for mating. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> At birth, a panda is smaller than a mouse and weighs about four ounces. I know. I've
1: seen those. They're
4: so cute. And you'd think that they'd be bigger because pandas are pretty big. Right. Yeah. They're very cute.
1: Just like kind of a kangaroo kind of deal.
4: hmm The placement of eyes on a donkey enables them to see all four of their legs at a time. Really? I guess they need to see their legs when they're walking. I don't know.
1: I like to look at my arms when I'm lifting weights.
3: When <laughs> when do you do that? Exactly. No.
1: <laughs> Ooh.
3: Once a year.
4: A python can swallow a rabbit hole and may eat as many as 150 mice in a six-month period. Yeah.
1: That was a fun fact from Wendy Pilot.
4: A haw. H A ha. W ha. is the third eyelid of a cat, which can only be seen when the cat isn't well. We okay. better look at that and make sure we can't see Lucy's ha. <laughs> right? Lucy. haw. Right? H A W. It's the third eyelid. It's so, if we see a, that, then we know that the cat's not well.
1: That's also what an eagle says. Mm-hmm.
4: Elephants are covered with hair. Did you know that? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Just for men.
4: Listen to this one. A whale's heart beats only nine times per minute.
1: It's probably a big old heart to be pumping.
4: Bum, bum. Bum, (laughs) bum.
1: Oh, that's part of the minute.
4: Oh, I just lost my spot. Are we almost done? (laughs) (laughs) I lost my spot. Well... I don't know. I think we were on like one... 15 or something. something like that but w- i could i could just um you know dogs can see better when the light is low
1: Me, well that's Wanda, the opposite of me we'll
4: take you at su- walk right sunset
1: <laughs> yeah hey wendy i want to thank uh the state senator Mary kunish for being on
4: yeah she's awesome and
1: haley for uh making it she didn't go on tour with pink so unfortunately She's yeah. still with us. And uh, Wendy Pinigigi for uh, always with some fun facts on Friday. We're still here. We are the seventh generation.
4: Free Leonard Peltier.
1: See you Monday. See you